Hello and welcome to the Codec Moments podcast. I'm your host, Ali Cornwall, and joining me for, is it almost the first one of the year, I want to say? It quite scarily could be, couldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the first one we've recorded this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm joined by not only Matt, but also Andy. Hello. Hey, mate. Hiya. It's been a while. So this isn't an illusion. We actually have an actual episode for you. And to no body surprise, it's going to be Hitman Talk. The surprise is <laughs> we've not already talked about it. <laughs> well, we thought we ought to get an episode in about it before they release the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's looking that way, isn't it? <laughs> well, this is this has already gone on sale. It's half price. There's free content if you've never bought it for Dubai, and there's DLC coming as well. And we've not put one word into I was about to say magnetic tape, but into digital recording about it. All right, old yeah. man. Yeah, magnetic tape. Can you just explain that for the younger viewers? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's been a while since we've managed to all get together. All of our work has been crazy, um, so we've just not managed to sync our diaries up and get some time in, really. One of my children never sleeps. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Is that the boy, by any chance? It's the new one. Yeah. New issue. I mean, it's like, it's <laughs> like a year and a half old now. But yeah. Bless him. Yeah. Lovely. And you've got a cold as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have. And I hate. I hate in this kind of post-COVID age having a cold because it just makes you really paranoid about what everybody else thinks. Because I was, um, I just sit there on the school playground dropping my kids off, and I feel like I've got to suppress any urge to cough that I have. <laughs> oh, you should just own it. Just, just cough and see how much distance you can get around you. <laughs> I've, I've yeah. given up. As long as you've got a mask on, you're fine. <laughs> I don't know if either of you two, not that we're turning into like a illness or COVID podcast or anything, but um, <laughs> I don't know about you two, but yeah, COVID cast. <laughs> um, I've got asthma, so I do randomly just cough every now and again, especially if I've got a face mask on. And I was ridiculously paranoid to the point that sometimes I go red in the face trying to hold it in. And now I just think, you know what, screw it. It just makes people move further away from me so I can get to the biscuits in Morrison's or something. <laughs> <laughs> or the supermarkets are available. But. I'm tactically using your coughing to get food. I yeah. never thought of it as an aid to getting biscuits. Now this, yeah. I see this in a whole new light. Anyway, Hitman 3. It was released earlier this year. and It's quite a, a fairly quick announcement and release. Yeah, by gaming standards. Was it about, was it about five months? It's the 21st of January it was released. And then I think they announced it in one of the PlayStation plays that they were, they were doing. I think it was announced maybe when they were doing stuff for the PS5. So I guess that's the it other thing was. since last time we've recorded. We've all got PS5s. Oh, yeah. I think, think we've done a couple of shows. I don't think we're quite that bad. Um, but yes, it was done because they announced the VR piece, didn't they? That's what they put onto, yes. um, yeah. onto the showcase. So It was announced on my birthday. Oh, June, so it was a good six months. June. Yeah. Yes. And I think was that one of the the ones that you couldn't watch live and me and Matt were messaging and you thought we were pulling your yeah. leg. I did, yeah, genuinely, yeah, because you went, Oh yeah, Hitman Three, but this was after you'd already told me about a newsman sale game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hannah Montana train, four. Train some world three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the boy who cried wolf. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very much like that. I thought you were fibbing. Yeah. But yeah, 
it was relatively quick in game terms, wasn't it, from mm. announcement to release. It hit us on the 21st of January, or rather, sort of hit us on the 21st of January. It was <laughs> an absolute <laughs> show of a release from IO. Uh, yeah. The original, original, the 2016 Hitman was pretty poor for its server connections and things like this. Yeah. This whole transfer of progress, I mean, I don't know about you guys, I couldn't play the game until the following day. Even no. though I'd preloaded, pre-installed, and was ready to go at midnight the day of release. And I, I had issues where the, the transfer started, I thought it had finished, and I was able to access content, and, and went in, played the game, and then the next time I logged on, it had reset my progress in yes. terms of achievement, uh, in, in terms of the challenges and stuff. So there were a load of challenges in Dubai where... It had shown that I'd completed them and locked them out, but my score had reset for the mastery. Oh. So I ended up like really having to go work hard to get mastery in Dubai because loads of stuff had already been locked out. Yeah, and that isn't an easy one either for the mastery. You have to do a lot of the challenges, don't you? It's not like some of the levels where you maybe get through about three quarters of them and it pings. Let's, you let's, have to do near enough all of them. Let's put it this way. I think it's the first time I've ever really thought, yeah, I need to do a silent assassin suit only run. <laughs> <laughs> I had a slightly different experience to you guys and I did initially oh, yeah. start off a little bit cocky because I got it in the PS5 so I could get the next gen extras and, and all that kind of stuff. Whereas previously i'd played it on the xbox so i was like well i don't have to worry about transferring it over i'm just gonna have to have the pain of starting again and then i was being hit with server issues and to the point i think by the end of that day we were both like i think i think <laughs> I, I remember I, I do remember sitting there and you were both sending pictures to our group chat of disconnections <laughs> yeah. like, oh this is painful yeah, it, yeah, the, yeah it, like- it had so much promise though because they they had the instructions as to how you would do the transfer and how the transfer yeah. process would work up like a week in advance. And the one bit they said will add nearer the time, which is the link to actually start the process off, didn't appear. <laughs> until, was, in fact, I think it, you had to have the game installed and running to find the link, didn't you, eventually? Yes. Yeah, as yeah. soon as people were first able to get access to the game, somebody posted the link on a forum, I think, and you could then access it once you knew what it was. But it was just an, an odd choice. I mean, they didn't switch anything on until 1pm UK time on the day of release. So you've had it pre-installed for a day or two already because it's done everything that it needs to, but nothing will work until 1pm. I don't think the game would even boot, would it? It was no. locked out. If you had a digital version, if you had a physical copy, then you could put it in. The servers weren't running properly and you couldn't do the transfer, but you could play the game. It was a... It was a bit, it was just a bit naff, given the amount of communication, the amount of detail they put about the transfer process and what was going to happen. And then I think it was, it must have been half 12 in the morning, like the following day, you know, just after midnight, before I got a level to load with all my progression handed over from the previous games. And I played two minutes since server disconnected and I just went, fuck this and went to bed. <laughs> yeah. I'd that- had enough. I'd had enough for 12 hours of trying. And yeah. it would just, you just saw it, especially when you're looking forward to something so much. And it was just yeah. a pain for the first, probably for the first two days. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a shame. Like it's a shame they didn't get that link up and get the the server transitions mm. running earlier. And but that said, forty eight hours later, when the transition could be done, it was great. Oh yeah, yeah once once they got it all sorted, and it's an absolute godsend being able to have. Because I, I toyed with the idea of starting over again and unlocking everything, and I'm so pleased I didn't. <laughs> the one thing I will have to say is we we do have to pull one out for our PC users. Because I oh, think yeah. it's only been in the last month or two that it's not even act- that long, is it? Is it like two or three weeks? Is it? I wasn't sure. I thought I was being generous thinking that much, but I know it's been fairly recently that they've fixed the issues from people that had it on Steam and now on Epic Store. I want to say, yeah, because Hitman Three yeah, is exclusive yeah. to Epic for the first year. Yeah, so and um, you couldn't but, transfer your progress from one yes. to the other, and people were going nuts about it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's been quite convoluted. Um yeah. and the whole piece about um your what was it, the PS4 because you've got the PS4 and PS5 versions together if you've bought them yeah. in yeah. any format. You've got them both. The whole bit that oh well you can transfer your progress to over to them from your PS4 game to your PS5, you know, if you've got Hitman 2 and things, but you won't be able to share the save. You can't share the save. You can't do it even if it's on the same console. It does it automatically serv- for you. It's server-based. Yeah, exactly. It works perfectly. Yeah, I've, I've flipped between my PS4 and 5 all the time. It's great. It's like Elite. Yeah. It's, it's a server-based game, so it doesn't matter where you play it. Yeah. It's, it's always got your latest progress. Oh, it's it. It's where you, we played on um, PS5. I think I played a bit on PS5, then ducked to PS4 to see what the VR was like. Um, as soon as I booted it up, ping, 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 trophies. A, and that, that works all the way through. There's a reason that my PS4 is sat on my office desk and my PS5 is <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, there was some things he said just, you know, the opposite seems to have happened. Um, but, you know, all right, get past that part. Mm. And actually, is it what we expected it to be? Does it live up? I'd say so, yeah. I think yeah. So. They've, they've added enough features to it as well. So kind of spoilers for anybody that they want to get to. It's not really spoiler, story spoilers, but there's different ways to open doors. So you've got the codes now, which I thought was a nice little feature. Yeah, no, it, it, again, build, adds the world building really nicely, doesn't it? Yeah, because it was a bit daft that most locks are either a tumbler that you can pick or a swipe card that you had to go and get off someone. There wasn't any other kind of ways of someone securing a door. And now it makes sense that you can have the keypads and yeah, you know you have to look through somewhere like a window and you see a code on the door or whatever. Listen to somebody's conversation as well. That's a yeah. yeah. And then yeah, the one in the... the mansion, obviously we'll get to the, the, the specific episodes and that, but the one in the mansion where you to open the safe, and there was there is there pictures of the various animals, and then you have to go and look at them, and you yeah, get the code off, like a, like off the puzzle. top of them and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I quite like that extra puzzle element that they've added as well. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. They've not massively changed the formula, but there's a nice. significant there's a significant shift in the intricacy, I think. And Hitman Two was an intricate game, but Hitman mm. Three feels more so. And then there's the step on in the engine, and I don't think it's just for next gen as well. I think it's done it on the the previous gens. It it looks phenomenal. Um, you take Dubai and the location it's in, that very opulent skyscraper. Yeah, 
And strolling through that for the first time, you're looking, you're just looking at how impressive it is and all the reflections and everything else. And and mm. I don't know if you guys were the same, but I ended up sort of wandering through and thinking, my God, this ray tracing is really good. I like this. And there's no ray tracing in the game. They haven't actually <laughs> implemented shiny. yet. Yeah. It's just a really, really well done um, reflections. I forget what they actually call it. But there's a there's a specific way of doing it, and the only way you can the only way I was able to tell it wasn't ray tracing was actually in the Thornbridge Manor. If you're in the dining room where they've got like the wooden parquet polished floor, you can see the full reflection of all the windows and the roof, and none of it lines up if you actually look at it and stare at it. But it uh, is okay. the correct geometry. It's just oh. kind of mirrored and stuff. It's really really weird. It doesn't work if you stare at it, but it's bang on if you're just running past it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's just it just looks phenomenal. It's so smooth, so detailed, so dense and so crowded that they've just gone all out. I, I found it m- much more vertical than the previous games as well. No, the, the verticality as well. is, is phenomenal. Yeah, really good. Yeah. The thing I found about it is a lot of the levels when you start seem almost impenetrable and Yes, you, you get halfway through and you're like, "This is a nightmare. How am I? How am I ever going to get to this person and do what I'm meant to do?" But this is where the replayability of the game comes in because I, the first time I played China, I oh got Chongqing. Chongqing. I hated yeah. that the, the the experience yeah. the first time I played it because it just it felt like I was making very little progress very slowly. However, through unlocking the outfits and just a bit of map knowledge, and also the mm. uh, the persistent shortcuts, mm, which is also new. Yeah, made yeah. made it ultimately a joy to replay and go back to. And actually, it's it's one of my favourite maps now. The persistent shortcuts, yeah. just quickly. Have you, did you you played on PS4 and PS5, Matt? Yeah, I think they're stored locally. I hadn't noticed because I did I did do the vast bulk of it on the PS5. By the time I got around to opening the shortcuts further on. In the um, in the mastery, because I I played it on what well, I can't remember which way round, but I played it on one console. Definitely unlocked all the shortcuts in um, Thornbridge Manor, and then was doing something on the other console and went back went to run round to the the ladder up to a balcony and it was locked off. Yeah, I was like, I definitely <laughs> undid you. So I think they may be local. It but, could yeah. be. It could be. There's some local things that aren't there. Yeah. But they're a nice, they're a nice touch, yeah. having those bits to bypass certain sections once you've once you've effectively figured out how to get through them. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. And the you mentioned about the replayability, and I, I think I found it more important for for Chongqing that the mission objectives after you've played the story mission when you're doing replay, some of them become optional, so you yeah. don't have to do them again because there is yeah. the Chongqing one with no spoilers. The secondary objective on that is a bitch yeah. in the story. Especially it's there. very long, very slow. Um, it's good, but you don't want to do it each time you do the level, and then it doesn't make you do it. So it's like, thank God for that. I wish they'd gone back to Sapienza and done the same to that, though, for, for having oh. to destroy the virus thing. That would be nice yeah. if that became optional. Yeah, yeah. Not having to do that would have been lovely. <laughs> Each time. So, yeah, what have we got? We've got Dubai. Yep. We've got England with Thornbridge Manor. Yep, Dartmoor. 
uh, Dartmoor, thank you. Um, we've got Berlin. Yep. Oh, yeah. Which we will talk about Berlin. <laughs> uh, we've got Chongqing. Yep. Uh, um, we've got... Mendoza. What's that? That's it. Argentina. Yeah. Argentina. How, how could I forget the Argentina yeah, I know that I spent you love that so one. much yeah. time in that one. Because uh, that's one where you need almost every challenge to get the mastery as well. Yeah. Um, and then we've got, I forget the name of it, but it's the final mission set on a train. Carpathina? Oh, it was the Carpathian Mountains, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, Romania. Romania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, six locations, which a lot of people could quite honestly think six levels. There's not much content there, is there? And if you know what you're doing, um, well, in fact, even if you don't know what you're doing, arguably they probably take about 40, 45 minutes if you're using the mission guidance and being slightly careful. If you're, if you're not careful, it's a bit quicker. Hmm. So you start saying, well, five hours worth of game? Is it worth it? Yeah. But- Let's put it another way then. So five hours worth of game, Mr. Brown. How many hours have you put into it? I uh, do you know? I uh, I haven't checked, but it was when when we looked at it, it was in the order of it was about fifty or sixty, wasn't it? You were about. I think you were about sixty hours. Yeah, uh, because you've been played across two consoles, which were tracking the time separately. I had to do maths, <laughs> didn't I? That was right. Yeah, I I'd done forty. Four, I think it was, and this was this was within two weeks of the game coming out. This is not like over three months. Yeah, no, this, this was this was not long after. <laughs> no, no, we pretty much just sat and solidly played it, I'm talked about it. Starting to see why we've not done a podcast in yeah, two busy playing <laughs> three things. months. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it, it's compelling, and it isn't it isn't about going in and doing level once and then moving on. It is about the replaying. It's about finding the secrets. It's about completing the objectives in different ways. And yeah. I think if you take it to heart with the mastery, I think that's the core hook of the recent games. Yeah. If you're aiming for the mastery, then you are going to explore and get everything out of the levels. If you're just looking at completing the story, I think you're missing 90% of the game. It's also that thing, and this is what I've always found with, with these three games, is if you're going for the mastery, you then have that element of, oh, I've got new toys, so I want to go yes. try those as well, which which leads you to a whole other avenue of, of replayability. Yep. The, in theory, that is there. Unfortunately, that's not how I play it, because I tend to go into every mission with the default fibre wire and lockpick. I'm very occasionally I'll take a pistol. <laughs> I tend not to take anything in with me, so I've got all these gadgets that I just don't use. But this is where we had a lot of fun doing contracts mm. because uh, because we we back. sat together on the on the share play in a um in in a party chat, watching each other play the game, challenging each other to set up contracts in new and interesting ways, making finding new and interesting ways of using explosives and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, and that's as long as you've got the people around you are prepared to create contracts or play contracts or have a go and just have a laugh with it there's a lot of value in the contracts mode which is nice it's back and and yeah that actually yes that ended up being a lot of fun for a single player game yeah for us to spend a good two or three hours just my messing my gripe from hitman 2016 stands you should be able to challenge people 
yes. to a contract you've created. I can't believe that's not still there after after this amount of time. And you still have to know the exact contract ID of your friends, which is it a fifteen digit number? It is it is something ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. You can't just go oh search for friends. Oh uh, yeah, you can. That's how I find your contracts. Can you? Can you search on, for friends? Yeah, you can filter it friends only. Well there you go. Is you that a hidden option? <laughs> Yeah. I've scoured that screen. When you go to, I think there's a filter in the top right, and you just hit friends, and then you have to go across right again because it doesn't automatically select it, and you just go. go. That, I stand corrected. I did not. Well, know. there we go. We we not yeah. investigated that closely enough. Well, stand corrected. You you're right. I, you can't challenge somebody. You can't create something and then send it to them easily. No, no, but you that's can. That's why I'm to take screenshots and put them in a group chat so that people can find it. Yeah, but that's nice to know that you can at least go find your friends' ones, which I didn't realise at all. Oh, we learned something new every day. Go. Matt's going to fact check this now. I'm tying with the idea of remote playing in right now. <laughs> going and finding it. It was not. It's strange. Like looking looking at the series as a whole now. Three. I really enjoyed three, and three more so than the others in this little you know trilogy. Felt like them sticking two fingers up at absolution. <laughs> a lot. A lot of it felt familiar. But pleasantly different, if that I, makes sense. Yeah, it had. It very much did have an absolution vibe in the but, underlying Diana story. Anyway, yeah, and it's and it's also. I mean, oh, it worked, and it was it was good. The story was good. I enjoyed it, but it did have a little bit of a, a sense of deja vu in that. Okay, so we we had the Diana thing in absolution, but we also had the the double cross at the end of Blood Money, which. It's- I don't think you can outdo. Not that one. No. Having someone Not. help you fake your own death so that you can attend your own funeral and murder everybody who's come to see you <laughs> off into the next world is <laughs> is about as blunt as uh, as twists at the end of a yeah. story go. She's yeah yeah she she's keen on that kind of stuff. Is Diana, isn't she? I mean, we're but, three in. But uh, that said, I yeah. I feel that there were lots of moments in this game. Where you think, okay, this has parallels. It's it's analogous to Absolution, but it's it's done how they wanted it to be, how it, they envisaged it to be. Yeah. So there's that bit I was I was alluding to earlier in um, in Chongqing. If if you do something with an objective, you you get a kind of alert state, and people are hunting for you. So you have this mm. this hunted section. Yeah. But actually. You can totally stealth it. Yes, and it's you know it, you, if you're patient. The first time I did it, I had that whole that whole oh my god, I've got to escape. Ah, I'm going to kill all these guys. Mindset. But actually, when <laughs> when I went back to it, I was like, okay, I can be a little bit more sensible, a little bit more tactical here. You see, I stealthed out of it the first time. I just then. I just saw the red mist <laughs> along with the the red alerts. Yeah, no, I stealthed it. <laughs> It did feel like all right. You and your murder sprees. But again, the 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 Carpathian the Carpathian Mountains, it feels like the kind of level where it's it's compact, it's close quarters. Yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't think there was much opportunity to take different routes or, or stealth through, but I think certainly I don't know about Ali, but I know that you and I managed the silent assassin rating on the first playthrough of it. Yes, I did, yeah. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, um, you you are able to to do it. You're able to, as long as you take your time and and pay attention to what you're doing and where you're going. 
Yeah, and, and it was, pick, it's key for picking up the right disguises on that one. Yeah, definitely. But it was it was a real I don't know. It, it was like a it was like a showcase of how you do a linear level yeah. in a game like Hitman and make it work. Yeah, yeah. It was like Hawks Bay from Hitman Two. Yeah, it's yeah. a short, small level. Was it the right size of level to finish on? I'm not convinced. I, I, I didn't find it necessarily anticlimactic, but I would have liked, given the scale that had been built and built and built through the five levels, to then kind of shrink it down to that. It was a lot more action-focused. I'll give you that. I mean, I might have stealthed it the first time around, but the second time I did it, I murdered every single <laughs> on that train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's to be done. It, I, it was a full-on everybody died. Yeah, um, Because you could. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not often you can do that. So it, it, it did have something very, very different for it. But at the same time, it felt oh, it could have been a bit bigger because I wondered where it was going. I wondered, and this is the conversation me and Andy had had years ago about potential Hitman levels. We talked about one set on a plane yeah. where ultimately you end up in a destination and that continues the level. And I kind of half thought that was going to happen. I, me too. I, I wondered if we were going to end up in uh, in the Romanian countryside somewhere, yeah, yeah. the final target, yeah. yeah, or at least for like an extended episode. It sounds daft. I've got probably got more play out of that last mission because it was so linear, but also there was so much to do and different objectives to get. And as you're going through it, it appears easier than what it is. Can you do a silent assassin? Like suit only or just trousers only, um, <laughs> and I've I've played that a lot. I've even done the escalations on it, which was super fun. Oh yeah, there's yeah. There's one actually. bit where you've got the the samurai sword, and I think I messaged you, Matt, going, "I can't figure this out. How oh. how does the timer go down?" And it's because you have to kill people. Well, the, this is the thing um, with that one. So yeah, one of the escalations is like a white ninja one where you you start with a samurai sword and you have to work through and there's a timer going and you have to feed the sword blood don't you and if the timer runs out it's mission over that timer is only there if you have a hood on and i play without a hood (laughs) so i kept failing it with absolutely no clue what was going on, what I was meant to do, and why I was failing. And in the end, I kind of went there thinking, right, so I can't kill that guy. (laughs) It was for the beginning. It was like, well, why why couldn't I do that? And it eventually clicked and went, oh, each time I die, it says the blade needs feeding. Or maybe I just have to kill everybody really quickly. So I sped sped ran it, uh, killing everyone, and, and it obviously worked. But I didn't know until somebody mentioned in the chat that was how you did it. Brilliant. Going back to my um two fingers up at absolution theory. Uh, Berlin is the prime example for me as to to why this is the case. Because I think it does, again, it, it takes the whole hunter being hunted theme mm. that absolution had and just basically says, yeah, this, this, is, this is what we really intended and then even has the goal to call it Apex Predator. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed those, those two linear levels. I don't know because I don't know. It's not something you would expect fans of Hitman to say that you enjoyed being like put in a cardboard box almost. But I just really enjoyed the like claustrophobicness of them. 
You know, like some of I'm them, not... like obviously getting to the Berlin episode, it wasn't so much. But it was the getting getting to Berlin. Um, That's the linear was, bit. Isn't was it? tension building as far as yeah. I because because I yeah. don't think you knew what to expect. Yeah, yeah, especially when it was like a almost a murder mystery at the start. I finding... wouldn't have considered Berlin to be linear. No, I mean yeah. that is a big ass level. Is Berlin? There's yeah, a when you, lot. Yeah, when you get beneath the do. skin, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's from what two levels, two three levels down to three or four levels up. It, it, in terms of verticality, that is yeah. a level that shows it off. As John King is as well. Um, but yeah, it was nice to have so many targets to choose from. Ah, oh, yes. So the the Berlin level tasks you with taking out a set number of other agency people. Each has a code name and a backstory as well, which is quite nice. You to, to dig into, but you don't have to take them all out to complete the level, and that makes it really interesting on picking and choosing who you want to take out and and really identifying the easiest ones on your first playthrough. And then, of course, for the challenges, you need to do everybody else, and in particular ways as well. Yeah, my favourite was throwing the cocaine brick at a fan to <laughs> to drug one of them up. So I could follow him and drown him. Yeah, it's it was yeah. I enjoyed. I, I did enjoy that level quite a lot, especially how you had to find them as well. Yes, like you were you were you were stealthing oh, around, was... waiting for someone to talk on a radio in a certain way to say they've not. And it's like right, okay, that's that's who that is. And yeah, the the whole thing yeah. of not having a handler was really good. Actually, yeah. really interesting. And that was especially, bizarre, wasn't it? To start the first, you... first time you've never had it. You go to the menu and you think, okay, so what intel have I got? And you're like, nothing. nothing there are no. no, there are no challenges. There are no mission stories to complete here. And you think, oh yeah, okay, so I haven't got a handler. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got to work this out. What? Yeah. And it was it was nice that that suddenly that mechanic made sense in the in the greater scheme of things. Yeah. Oh, it's just a fantastic, fantastically designed. Possibly the standout level. I thought Thornbridge Manor, where you can take the detective disguise and do the murder mystery, that whole Agatha Christie thing. That was brilliant. It was superb, but yeah. Berlin was just phenomenal. Yeah. Plus you get I, to be the DJ. <laughs> yeah, I did spend quite a bit of time at those decks. <laughs> I think the, the, the other level, apart from the train that I've played the most, probably is Thornbridge Manor. Just because I enjoyed yeah. it so much and trying to get around it and um, getting the different disguises and also seeing how quickly you can do it. There are some levels that once you've figured it out, it's, it's a bit of a, not a breeze to get around, yeah. but you can find your own way in, get what it's, you need yeah. to get done and get out. It's so pretty as well, though. If you yeah. if you stand in the in the grounds and look up at the, the skybox, it's just, so pretty, and it really does look like a murky English day. It's it, it, fabulous, oh, it's yeah, superbly well done, isn't it? it? They've nailed the the atmosphere of that kind of place and the location it's in. It's, it's you fantastic. guys might be able to correct me if I'm I'm wrong on this with your extensive Hitman knowledge, but is this the first Hitman level where you've been able to set something up so someone else? Does something to kill one of the victims or, or kill someone else. Do you know you you, you can Ooh, do the yeah. apparatus? 
basically you, you fix the apparatus not really knowing and then she goes along and then makes the poison which kills well you can you can do the photographer as well you can set the photographer up so that he no but it. that's more of an accidental that's you no, tampering you could, something um, in in, uh, in Mumbai you could you could set up the target for the other sniper couldn't you oh yeah you could yeah so there are, yeah. there are other but is that more of an accidental one or not Whereas this is actually... What, having somebody fix- else snipe your target? Yeah, but you just radio in different <laughs> coordinates or something and, you know, say, all right, it's his guy, he's actually um, changed out. Whereas it- this, oh, no, you actually... Sorry, are you, are you thinking of Mendoza there? You know, the, I'm, the- thinking, I'm thinking of Mumbai, where you've got the other assassin in the level. Who's, um, I, I know what you're thinking, I- Ali. You- is it the first time that we've had another murderer? Because I can't remember who it was. Was it you, Andy, and you when you did your playthrough and you were like, oh, someone's just killed her? Yeah, no, I um, and, I, I repaired the piece of equipment yeah. that were, that were distilled the poison uh, and didn't even think about it. And then and then just as I was walking through the level, I just got a message saying, you know, so-and-so's dropped dead, been poisoned. And I got a silent assassin Whereas, whereas with, with the sniper and different things, you, ha- yeah. you had to do something, didn't you, to say... It's now this person that you're shooting, or no, no. The um, I'm thinking of remember. you're thinking of Mendoza. I'm thinking of Mumbai. Do you, when you um, the guy who's doing the painting, or you you're doing a painting of the um, of the target, and if you if you mess with the other sniper's rifle a couple of times, he moves position, and then he'll shoot the target as you're doing a painting of him. Ah, uh, I'm trying to think yeah. if there has been anything in any other games. It was just a really random plenty one. of there's plenty of accidental ones you can get somebody to accidentally kill someone yeah i mean the photo that you can capture when you electrocute her with her chair is just brilliant, it's brilliant. yeah that is good is it um yeah because i'm thinking even right back to uh i want to say blood money yeah blood money where you can get him to kill him at the opera by putting live bullets in the in the gun. Oh yeah, no, yeah, there's that one. Yeah. Um, oh, you're right. So, uh, but that's uh, that's an accidental death. That's not a deliberate. He's not trying to kill him. It's just it's part of the play. Yeah. You can swap it and make it happen. So accidentals have been there quite a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this is because... kind of like almost giving someone the tools to then go. Well, you can yeah. kill him then. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't think. I can't think of any other scenario actually where there has been another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a, an interesting one. Especially, I like the. The phone as well. We've not really talking about talked about the phone too much, especially at Thornbridge Manor, where you're scanning bits you in with oh, the camera. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a gimmick. Yeah. Um, I think it kind of served its purpose in Dubai for opening the windows, and it was used for hacking um, and the, uh, scanning China to get China as well. Yeah, yeah. But scanning to get intel felt a little bit, or was it just trying to find a use for the phone? Because you, you had your handler at that point, so you know you could have looked at something and Diana could have given you the intel, as she always does. Um, it did feel a little bit that way, but you yeah. know, you, I suppose you're taking photos and sending them to her to say, "Oh yeah, this is it." But it's a bit, they, they made a thing about accessing terminals as well, didn't they? Because you remember in Dubai, you have to look for the map, and then they never really did anything more with that. Yeah, either. no, like it's just one, one it? Yeah, and you're like, oh. Felt a bit underused, or like they could have done something more interesting with it. I uh, know. Okay, they did. They did the terminals for the um, for the server and stuff. That was that was interesting. Yeah. But they could have used that finding the map for Berlin, where you had no handler, and so finding a map could have been really useful. Yeah, yeah, and possibly you could have done something as well at Thornbridge Manor. You could have found like 
the schematics somewhere. It's such well, an you, old place. You did. You actually you did find the plans because it was how one of them knew about the secret rooms. But yes, you'd found yeah. the plans in a secret room, so you were already there. Um, so it, yeah, it, you, you could have done, but you already knew it was there. Yeah, it was like trying to find um, the like getting entrance to the last secret room. You you could see there was a room on your map. You could see there was something to interact with. You just had to find something to put yeah. in the hole to open it, which was the uh, the absolutely phenomenal snatch reference. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last thing I expected to see in a Hitman game, but brilliant. Do you like tags? <laughs> And that was it. Was very playful. Was this? I think the story was a lot more serious, mm. and it took centre stage, but it was also very playful in a lot of the challenges and a lot just in the wording of them and, and the conversation snippets were just a little bit more fun. Not that they haven't been, but it just felt felt like it was not taking itself too seriously. Yeah. Is there anything you other than the server issues? Is there anything you have you? didn't particularly like or wasn't particularly fond of anything they've implemented or anything about any of their levels or no I wouldn't have said so no can't think of anything um no there's nothing there's nothing coming to mind it's just uh, I guess it's just an iteration of the third iteration of what they've been doing so it was kind of it was it was nice little tweaks i mean yeah other than what we've mentioned it would have been nice that some of these new mechanics um perhaps were utilized a little bit more yeah a bit more scope um it would have been nice if they you know they've obviously um they've obviously tidied up all the um all the previous levels and imported them in it would have been nice if maybe some of the tweaks they'd made to the new game manifested themselves in the old levels like I was saying about the optional objectives and stuff yeah yeah that um, that, that would have been good to go back to I know it would have been reworking all of them potentially but it would have been interesting if they just changed a, or tweaked a couple of things um, yeah. but I I can't say I played anything and thought oh that doesn't work or that yeah. annoyed me the it only, didn't the only thing it, I... it was very very slick when yeah. you weren't getting disconnected the only thing for me is that the that it took me a while to warm to the China level. Um, I, there's always a, a I level think, I find in one of them that's a bit, God, oh, I'm going to find my way around I this think, rabbit hole. I think in a way that's by design. Yeah. yeah. You, you need to replay that one to appreciate it. But I it's probably that, one of the was it. easiest silent, silent assassin suit only sniper levels I've done. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You can you can do that one in about five minutes, can't you? Don't even need to take your yeah. own rifle. I think I've yeah. done it on, on the hardest as well, hardest difficulty, just because it was once you get your head around it, it is like really easy to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, it was, but um, that is a tough level if 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 you're trying to, and I suppose this is the key with anything that we've talked about in the game is if you're trying to do it as a silent assassin, it's hard. It's forgiving, but it's hard. Mm. If you want to go nuts and kill everybody, then go for it. And it actually is very easy. You just won't score very well. Yeah. yeah. And it's often often easier to start that way and then go back for the silent assassin, isn't it? Yes, it is. And, you know, if something goes wrong, not going out bugger and reloading it, it's actually just go with it, make a mess. Yeah. 
see what you can get away with, see what works and see what doesn't. Because sometimes you're actually quite surprised at how much you can get away with yeah. and how lucky you feel you are. And I'm sure that's by design. It's also, it's also, uh, <laughs> it's going to sound really dark now. It's also quite good fun when, when you go into a level with that kind of, well, I don't really care about the silent assassin attitude. So this guy dies. <laughs> And you get, you, to, you get to actually really put that silence pistol to use. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's it. Once you're doing the challenges and you realise it does not matter um, whether you're spotted or not. Because what the nice thing about going back and do the challenges, some of them seem quite complex or quite difficult. But once you get them, that's it. They're unlocked. They're done. You just have to achieve it. So even if you get killed immediately, you've done the challenge. Yeah. So that's when things get messy and you start playing around. I tell yeah. you what, I tell you what is impenetrable though. That escalation in China. I've not done that. Was it, one was it the Li Hong derivative? Is that the one? What did you have to do in it? It's um you have to grab like the special rifle from the roof. Oh. Yeah. And then it gets it gets hard. <laughs> it gets well obviously it gets oh. harder. But then the last one is like timed and you've got to do it. In under two, you've got to do the whole thing in under two minutes or something like that. It's, oh, maybe yeah. I haven't done. Is that, that to one get then. the? It's not the white suit, is it? To get a certain suit, I think. Is it like a traditional, like Chinese yeah, get-up or something. I think you can unlock that that rifle and then the yeah um, the yeah the, but it's pretty hard. You have to take out somebody on the cable car and then somebody in the restaurant and yeah. Oh no, I haven't getting done the that cable one. car shot itself is quite challenging yeah. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've not done that one. So I don't, yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a crack at it. But there, in fairness, you know, we, we're, we're saying there's six levels, but there's so much variety. And the bits they can do with these escalations and the guest levels where they've come in and tweet things and what mm. they're just about to do with the DLC, which I think has probably split us slightly. Let's talk about the DLC. <laughs> Just just before you go into that though, Matt, have, have you had an email about doing a Codec Moments special on Hitman, doing our own escalation or anything? I mean, surely we should. We've talked about it more than what the games last. How come we haven't got our own little feature on it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think we're quite on IO's radar for that. <laughs> Shocking. Oh, we've we've got levels planned out and all sorts, but they're, they're never going to ask us. I'm just imagining that the Andy Brown. <laughs> yeah, got to shoot everyone in the back. <laughs> Double tap in the back. Yeah, yeah. But the the DLC. So at the point of recording this, which is the thirty first of March, we'd had the announcement this week. Was it yesterday of the DLC? It was either it was either the thirtieth or the twenty ninth. Um, that they're doing a series of uh, seven deadly sins, which sounds like a lovely theme for this. It'd be seven missions. We we presume. Um, in different locations with um, different requirements and different rewards. Seems like a really nice idea, but it's in the existing levels as far as we know. And what is it per episode? Six quid per episode? Yeah, or $24.99 for the whole thing thing paid in advance. And, Uh, you know, we are two months since release of the game, and we all bought the deluxe edition, which we assumed would come with some stuff. It's £4.19 individually is what what I was saying. So £4 odd a a level, uh, 
laughable. But the thing, the thing is, from the surface, it looks like Patient Zero or the Sarajevo Six missions. It, to me, it feels more like the Sarajevo Six because it's it's seven different things across the levels already there. Yeah, but but you do get um you do get suits and uh, other other items that come with it. I think is what they're saying. What's That's this? you know. Act 1, Greed, will also include the unlockable rapacious suit and two sin-themed items, the greedy little coin and the devil's cane. So it, it does unlock things, but I'm not. that's not enough to entice me in. I want to see a different challenge or a different, you know, even if it's a different layout, if it's a little bit like the um, house built on sand from Hitman where they reworked the Marrakesh level or where they reworked Sapienza into the movie set. Yeah, you know, yeah, was that the or, or the election one? You know, if they if they did, if they're doing that with the levels, I think it's worth it. If it does say just... it does say they include a visually distinct contract. I don't. That is that's the vaguest wording you can possibly yeah. put in there. So what for me? I'm not willing to put the money in on it yet. Well, and you'll get there, Matt. Stop. But you, stop but denying. I, you yeah, haven't let there. me finish speaking yet. But we need Ali to play it because he's he spunked his load on it already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and needs to Balls try deep. it. So <laughs> if you play it and it turns out to be almost like playing a new level, I probably will go and buy it. Oh, so I'm your guinea pig. But I'm just armor. yeah, yeah. You are. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. What was Andy calling you earlier? The the Kodak moments fluffer. Yeah. <laughs> that was a private conversation. We didn't need to put that on there. Yeah, right. Between me and so, Andy. So, you know, if you you give it a shot first, let us know what it's like, and I could be tempted. But if it was a Sarajevo 6 style, which was free, which was great because it was free, but I wouldn't have paid 25 quid for that. I want to know I want to know what the greedy little coin is. It's because because it, <laughs> well, well, it's all well and good paying money if it's just... A visual thing like the cane i get you could walk around with the cane use it as a melee weapon you, if you're that into it with the the suit it, it's you get the look. cane and get to pimp up someone you get you get you get yeah exactly you get you get a, a bitching suit and you get the cane and you get to pimp slap people that's exactly it but the coin is it's not something you can really show off that much is it so is it is it just literally a reskin of a coin or well, I was going to say because there's some like, other properties, do you know? Yeah, because there's already like three or four different coins you can have anyway. Uh, with it being a greedy coin, whether they've done it or not, I'm wondering if it's like a never-ending coin. So I'm wondering if you it, you flick it off or whatever, and it just suddenly appears back in your inventory. It's like an infinite. Yeah, maybe. I I mean, I'm I'm imagining that it's it's a little coin that everybody wants because they're greedy. Yeah. When it's around, so, so if you, you drop, drop it, it on the floor, everybody like, does yeah, it. <laughs> eight or nine people just start making a beeline towards it. That could be quite interesting, <laughs> especially with um, especially with a block of remote explosive. Yeah, I was thinking exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> that could make some fun challenges. We've I've just had a quick look on the website for the patch notes. So part of the stuff for this, the latest patch three point two zero, for which is part of the seven deadly sins. So it's the greed, and it just says here. Complete an objective, collect the coins that rightly belong to you, and feed them to the frog to reap your rewards. Oof. And so I guess that's... Oh, so there's, they're putting extra challenges in them. Yeah. So these rewards will help you complete additional objectives 
and they only reveal once you've completed the previous ones. Should you exit the level now or get greedy and hunt for more coins? So oh, it seems like okay. there's some well, new mechanic there, Eddie. Yeah, you yeah. play it out, Ali. Let us know what it's like, how different it is, and that will decide whether I'm going to go and buy it or not. You I've got the credit it. sat there, so it's stop like... Stop it. You know, stop, yeah. stop pretending you're going to buy it. You know you are. Only, only if it's worthwhile. I would still, still, you know, we're saying 31st of March. The game has already gone ludicrously cheap on, oh. uh, definitely on the PS store. I think it has on the Xbox store as well, hasn't it? It's gone free on Stadia and it's, it's been no, reduced it's not, on Epic. It's, no, it's not. It's not gone free on Stadia. It's, it's the is same. It it's the starter pack. It's the same. Ah, yeah, so yeah. It's the, but that's it. The starter pack has also gone up, which is Dubai. Yeah. And the training mission, I, isn't it? It says on Stadia it's Hawks Bay as well. Uh, so, Hawks uh, Bay is there yeah, as yeah, well. Hawks Bay is yeah, a training it's level, all, yeah. So basically you've got three levels for free. You get um, the training level, Hawks Bay and Dubai. Training level stays permanently with the starter pack, but it sounds like they're going to rotate the other levels around. Now yeah, I'm sure Dubai. they won't do all of them, but you're going to get quite a good flavour Buy is free yeah. from the 30th of March until the 5th of April. Yeah, I think for those of change things around. For those of uh, you know the the great number of listeners to the podcast who do still have Stadia Pro memberships, uh, they've already given away Hitman and Hitman Two for free. So I'd I'd hold your nerve because I bet they will give away Hitman Three at some point. <laughs> I love the way you're just talking to yourself. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys already know this. But- just because I'm too lazy to cancel it. Um, I've got a few little spoilers for you of what's coming up in April as well. I don't know if you've seen them. I've not, no. So there's an elusive target called The Collector, which is coming to Dartmoor from the 9th of April to the 19th of April. And all it says is uh, the countdown for the first Hitman 3 elusive target starts with the release of the March patch. You'll see the, the ticking tock in the menu, counting down to the 9th of April when the collector will arrive in Dartmoor for 10 oh, days. So, just, so it's got a countdown. So that's probably the first elusive target I'm going to do then, because yeah. it's the first one in Hitman 3, whereas the others have been replays, haven't they, of and the old The other one ones. that's possibly going to make you both go, right, that's enough of this podcast and off we go, um, is a seasonal event that's just dropped. The Easter so this egg is, hunt in Berlin. Yeah, from the 30th to the 12th, follow the White Rabbit, the first seasonal event in Hitman 3, owners see Agent 47 heading to Berlin, which has been transformed for the Berlin East Egg Hunt. This exclusive club, is it Holly or Holy? Holy. Event is strict dress code and it's, uh, sorry, it's at capacity when you arrive, so it's your knowledge of the club's exterior. So yes, there's a big Easter <laughs> uh, Egg yeah. Hunt the, from the 30th they, to the 12th. They touted that back at the beginning of March, didn't they? I think that means you can't even go coming. inside then. Is it just outside? If they're I saying the club's just got at capacity. To, yeah, but you've got to use your knowledge of the club to get in, I think. Oh, that's well, easy not, enough. But by doing it, <laughs> um, participate in this event and you'll unlock the Raver outfit into your <gasps> yeah. collection to show off your love of techno. Yeah, I, I am going to give that one a go. I'm disappointed there wasn't a blending option on the dance floor where you could just throw shapes at the Church of Dance. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Bear in mind the other crazy <laughs> stuff we've seen Agent 47 do. Yeah, exactly. How could that would have worked? Or next to the guy who's just in his pants when yeah. you walk into the club. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> the Easter him. egg hunt is a funky escalation as well. 
yeah, I, I, that sounded quite interesting. Um, so yeah, they've advertised that for the last month, but but again, you know, we're, we're two months in. It's taken nearly two months before we've got to the first Hitman Three escalation. The game's gone cheap. It's gone on sale, and it feels like anybody who sort of bought into the deluxe edition have kind of gone, "Ah, oh, well, you've had your stuff now," which is like a couple of escalations and a couple of outfits. It isn't. Like, yes, they told us we were going to get that. I think we just kind of didn't expect them to chuck out immediately. As I mean, the day that content has pretty much finished, they've gone. And now pay twenty five quid more, and it's a little bit. Is it Squares doing, with it being the publishing the physical version that they've put a couple of stipulations in? Is it IO just saying, well, we always planned to release this. We'll put a price on it because we're not reaping the rewards. I feel I feel like the price drop at the same time they're releasing this content as well is. It's not not a coincidence. No, and I, you know what? If I hadn't bought it, um, and I was buying it at half price, I'd be buying the extra content as well. Probably, I'd probably go, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. But I've already dropped sixty five quid on the deluxe version, uh, and it, it's like I, that's why I am skeptical about paying another twenty five if it's not worthwhile content. I was happy enough doing it with well. Bought the gold edition of Hitman 2. So it already had the season pass in it. And we got three, four new levels because we got two sniper challenges and two actual full on levels. And it's that kind of content I'm more than happy paying for rather than just what might be a, but if, a bit of but an if escalation. You, if the deluxe edition had been £89 and included season pass, would you, would you have bought that? Yeah, yeah, I probably would have. but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean i'm gonna drop another 25 quid now on something that may not be anything substantially different on you it's just a gold outfit and a new coin is not enough to entice me oh sorry forget the pimp stick there's a pimp stick as well (laughs) but yeah uh, it's it isn't enough so ali you tell us it's substantially different and the best thing you've ever played and, oh, and I might consider yeah. it. I don't say it's the best thing, but I, if I enjoy it and there's enough difference, I'm sure there's not going to be too much of a rework of the levels, but I think reading what I've just read, I think there's if going there's, to be enough. If there's enough of a rework of the levels, then yes, it'd be worth it'd be worth yeah. going into. It just I'm a I'm a bit cynical over it. That's all. With with how close it is to the actual launch. I know that, it feels like forever because we've all been trapped inside forever, but it, it it's just, you know, it, it's nine weeks afterwards. That and the real reason why you're a bit on the on the fence about it is because you've also just bought the new Ratchet & Clank game, so you don't want to take away from playing that. That's not out till June. Is it not? I thought it was out now. 11th of June. Don't forget, I've said I'm editing this episode as well, so there's every chance that the new Ratchet & Clank game will be out by the time. That's a very good point, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 11th, 11th of yeah. June. I, I saw it. I thought it was out today. It's, I nearly went and bought great, it. It's a great game. So, uh, yeah, DLC, it's me being cynical. It's probably still going to be really good because it's not like they put out bad games, is it? Or even bad content. It's just. No, you just, just want to know. The timing isn't great, I don't think, in, in terms of how far two, we are into the cycle. Two words for you, Matt, that I feel might convince you Holiday Hoarders. No, that's not enough to convince me. 
But if it's if there are if you get seven new episodes like Holiday Hoarders plus a pimp stick, nah, I surely yeah. that's enough. I, I want a massive fan of Holiday Hoarders as a level. I didn't Shut think it was mouth. that good. Just because you hate Paris, yeah, and I do hate Paris. This is the one I spent most time in, in VR. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually something we've not talked about. We've not talked about the VR. Talk about the VR then. <laughs> the entire thing is in VR. Well, I think I think you're the only person that's got the ability to test it. I think pre-COVID, we'd probably have got together, or at least you and Andy would have got together to have a go on it. But yeah, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, yeah I, um, <laughs> I went to Paris for the VR because at least I know the level, and it's it's impressive. Why did you just no, about it? Yeah, on the beach. I, I've, well, I think I did that really quickly, um, just a couple of bits of it. But, but part of the reason I hadn't spent as much time in it is it has made me feel massively sick, oh, okay. which I don't really get. And right now I'm playing Doom 3 in VR in full-on first-person smooth motion, and I'm absolutely fine in that. But in Hitman, I was feeling nauseous within about 20 minutes, oh, wow. and it took, me, it took me two hours to do the Paris level. <laughs> So by the wow. time I came out of that, I was feeling really off, and so I couldn't bring myself to do loads with Sapienza. If I'm honest, I haven't gone back regularly for that reason. What was it? What do you think? It's it's the smooth it's the smooth first person motion. It, it throws you off because you you're sat, uh, but your eyes are telling you you're not, and the sounds telling you you're not. So it just chucks you out. But I think it it it's. I can't say exactly what it is because, like I say, Doom is the same, and I'm not having that issue with Doom. It's a bit of a weird one. I can't tell you exactly what it is that's causing it, but I I was surprised it had the impact, which is a shame because it's brilliantly done. It is the whole level. The the main difference is um, draw distance and crowds that you don't get the depth of crowd. It you can see them drawing in. Which obviously okay. you don't see in the main game, um, so you can't can't see the crowd as far. You can actually see, like, if you're looking across the stage, right across the other side of the building, you can see that, but you can't see the people. Uh, so it limits the objects, but the detailing is fantastic, and there's lots of stuff that stands out uh, more than it does when you're obviously playing in the two D. Because when you're sat in the middle of the environment and you can see the the gold edging on the cornicing on the ceiling, it's like wow that's cool but it's also very different experience because it's all first person Mm. so if you've tried um garroting somebody and then dragging them out of sight in first person so you genuinely have to look over your shoulder and look behind you and look around to see if anybody's watching which you would just spin the camera if you're in the third person view it makes it a lot more tense and it's a bit more challenging for it but it's, it's nice. It's really well implemented. It's just that motion sickness that has made it really difficult to want to go back and do loads of it. I just need to play with the settings. I probably need to put a bit more of a vignette filter. What is it? They, um, they, they do blinkers when you turn. I probably need to turn the smooth motion off as well because that's what makes it the worst yeah. uh, for turning. But then you don't feel like you've got the same control yeah. if, you, if you take that off. It's, a, it's finding the balance. Finding the balance to get it right. Or maybe try standing up and playing it. Sometimes that can help. Yeah. Well, yeah but then I'll fall you over. Like but, you. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, 
I would say it's disappointing, but I guess not everyone's affected. No, the implementation is not disappointing at all. It really isn't. It's really well done. It's brilliant. It's just it's for me. It. it was the <laughs> it was the discomfort. Yeah, it's just uh, and it, it takes a bit. I think because I'll have done other games in VR since then, and I will be, um, I'll probably be feeling a bit more confident about it. I'll go back and give it a go and uh, do some of the do some of the other levels. It's but all everything is there. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. I did Paris. I did um, the training levels again as well because. Uh, the VR controls are different. Yeah. So um, different things are on different buttons. So I did do all the training missions again. Uh, so I've done that too, which means I must have done the training mission about five times now. Yeah. I don't own VR. I've played quite a bit of it at various events and, and mm. whatnot. And I'm, I've yet to come across anything that's made me feel nauseous. The only thing that's affected me is taking it off and kind of going back to the real world, <laughs> and then I'm a bit like, whoa. <laughs> it's different. It's different for different people. The yeah. bits that tend to get me, like I said, Hitman is the worst I've had. Um, second worst was Gran Turismo Sport. And drive the Drive Club demo, so it would be driving games. Um, in fact, actually Dirt Rally in VR was a bit of a challenge as well. I think it, that's the, the motion, but your body telling you you're not, you're not doing the motion that you see, and it's that conflict that makes you feel ill. Seeing as you're a driver as well, it, it's probably a real, it really messes with your head, doesn't it? That you, you're like, well, I should be feeling G's here. I should be, yeah, yeah, it, it, the movement of the vehicle. Yeah, that's it. It's because you, you, it's almost you, your brain sees what's happening and tries to mimic your reaction to that, but actually you're not feeling that. So it just that's what gets you. Um, arguably, probably GT Sport was a little bit easier because I was in, I was sat with wheel and pedals. Yeah. I think the drive club stuff I'd done, um, I'd done with a pad, and I think that's you know it's just yeah. You know, sometimes it hits you, sometimes it doesn't. You know, sometimes you can play something and you don't have any issues at all. I think it just it just depends on the game and the settings and and sometimes what kind of mood you're in. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much for that. Well, it's, you know, the update. Get, you buy Hitman 3, at least on the PlayStation, you get the PS4 version, the PS5 version, and the PSVR version. Not a bad I mean, there's package, a decent amount yeah. of value there. Yeah, I've complained yeah. about the 25 quid for some DLC, but I've had three games in one. Yeah. yeah. I presume all the new stuff works in VR as well. Oh, everything. Every, yeah. It is exactly the same game. No, I mean, like this Seven Deadly Sins, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's all, it'll all be there. Yeah. Because uh, it, it's all reworked in the engine. So it it plays the same way. They do the same things. You have the same opportunities. It's all there, and you, you can do the throw escalations stuff. and yeah, yeah, everything. Wow, I it? don't know if you can do contracts. I don't remember seeing that, but I'm pretty sure the escalations are there. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure everything is. It's it's like the same game. You're just doing yeah. it from first person. That's a good effort, isn't it? Be fair, it's probably where they've spent a lot of their development mm. time. If they've put, you know, everything from Hitman One all the way through Escalations, the works, if it is all in there and it's all in VR, that must have taken fair. Well, chunk it's of the same time. It's the same game engine. Or it's the same design. It's just no. I would say it'll be a tweak on the engine that says when you're in VR mode, this is your these are your limits. 
Yeah. Um, and this is your perspective view, and these are your controls. But actually, it's kind of it's the same experience. It's just, they've developed the same thing. It's just that that segment says work in this way instead of that way. Yeah. Is what I would guess. Yeah. All right. Lovely. Are we are we hit man down? <laughs> yeah. Now. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's been uh, been a pleasure talking to you both again about Hitman. Finally, yeah, yeah I can't believe we've just done an hour on it. Actually, that was um, I can. We said we said it'd be quite short. Can, yeah. Considering we spent sixty hours each playing it, I'm not shocked. Yeah, <laughs> and how much we love the franchise, and it's taken us a few months to actually talk about it. We've normally, uh, in a normal situation, we would have probably played or had the game for maybe a week. And then yeah, done a record, done, if that. Yeah, yeah. And, but we've had a significant amount of time with it this time to you know, do a bit more of an in-depth, which has which has been lots of fun. Yeah. And it was it ended up being the first triple review as well. Yes, because we did do that. We did review it and we throw a bit up. Well, no, hold on. Have we all got the platinum of it as well? I, I think two of us have. Oh, I've yeah, had to I... do it all from the start, haven't I? Oh, the, okay. the the double platinum. Yeah. So we've got between us, we've got four platinums out. <laughs> nice. Well, that's Mind it. Up. Once you've done it on one platform, you just boot the other one up, and it all pings. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to check out codecmoments.com, where you can read our review, our triple header review of Hitman Three, where we all did it from a slightly different perspective. Uh, you can get the podcast and read all the wonderful articles that words. Matt does. Yeah. Words. <laughs> words that I can't get out of my mouth. Uh, words. Articles Matt and, and, and Mark. Mark, Mark yeah. our, our newest team member who's, uh, who's doing quite a few reviews and uh, particularly like at the moment is Let's Talk segments he's doing. So looking at all the games um, stuff that he's been playing or has, has got some interesting thoughts on. There's a nice one on Alien Isolation. Uh, out there and a really good one on Apex Legends actually that's, that's worth going to have a read um, yeah. so yes go and, go and give his uh, stuff a bit of love we're still trying to persuade him to come on the podcast and pop his cherry so one day you might hear his voice well, if, we'll see. if you ask him first yeah. <laughs> still trying to persuade him we've not actually broached that part yet in fact we'll probably just have to do some Aliens fire team with him first and then he'll be you know because there'll be a special podcast on that yes, yes. What do we normally say on the outro? It's been that long since know. I've done one. Twitter, Twitter handles. Oh, yeah. And then whatever you want. Yeah. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at one underscore wolf. If you want to follow Matt, he is... At Codec Moments, which arguably should be the one that you're following given you're listening to a Codec Moments podcast. Indeed. But if there's people new. And if you want to follow Andy, you are at... At Clinical Andy. There we go. So uh, speak to you all soon. Bye-bye. See ya. In a bizzle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>